0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10
1: per order. Additional terms apply. Hello, guys. I'm Dr. Tabas Samir, and I want to talk to you about Fabletics. I don't know about you, but I am getting really tired of paying for really expensive workout wear. Like, why is it that some of my favorite leggings have to cost $125? Like, literally, that's so expensive. So I looked into this line called Fabletics that's co-founded by Kate Hudson who you all know is beautiful gorgeous actress athlete and mother and basically she created a site that has top quality stylish activewear for every woman and it's workout wear for women on the go it takes you from the gym and beyond and you can go on their website take a Quick, easy quiz, and Fabletics will get to know you and get to know your activewear preferences, and then they can recommend complete outfits for you that's perfect for your lifestyle. Um, you can also shop yourself by picking separates for tops and bottoms, and it's just such great quality. I found that I don't miss my old brands at all. And I love that every month there's a brand new outfit that they can choose for me. So today, the listeners of my podcast can be VIP members exclusively if they go to fabletics.com backslash glam mirror. That's G-L-A-M-M-I-R. And you can get a complete outfit for just $25 with free shipping and exchanges. So highly recommend it. Been really impressed by the quality of of this line of athletic wear and I would love for you guys to check it out at fabletics.com backslash glam mirror now let's get on to the podcast welcome to glam mirror hi I'm Dr. Tavis Amir and you are joining me for glam mirror I am a cosmetic dermatologist here to uplift inspire educate and talk about all things beauty from the skin to the soul
0: this is glam
1: mirror Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Glam Mirror with me, Dr. Tavis Amir, and I have someone who I have a big fan crush on, Katie Maloney from Vanderpump Rules. Welcome, Katie. Hi. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for joining us. I know that you're in the middle of moving and things are crazy, so welcome. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's always more work than you actually think it is, right? Oh, my God. I have to tell you... um, we're going to get into your blog, but if you're a product core like me, I'm sure there's a separate truck for just your products. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I wanted to ask you a couple of things. Like, you know, basically over the last few seasons of, you know, your uh, Vanderpump Rules, we've seen you um, get engaged to your boyfriend, Tom. We've seen you have lots of drama with one of your best friends, Stasi, And we've seen you create this amazing beauty blog. So there's a lot to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I guess I have it going on. Just kidding, <laughs> Just kidding but yeah, it's been an eventful for a
0: couple of years for sure.
1: It, it sure has. Well, you know, <laughs> let's, let's kind of start with um, your friendship with Stassi. Like really over the last few seasons, we've seen your relationship. While your relationship with Tom has gotten better and now you're engaged to be married, you know, one of your most important friendships kind of deteriorated in front of your eyes and it was kind of difficult to watch, I think. Um, I'm sure that was hard for you
0: oh yeah of course I mean I, I could not understand why somebody that I was you know so close with like a sister with who you know I had unwavering loyalty to that would just just walk away from that I, I couldn't understand that you know I'd been nothing but an amazing friend and I mean of course like I'm not perfect obviously but you know I just couldn't understand what I had done to just turn her off and away so quickly.
1: Well, it's kind of funny because I have a lot of friends that I know that kind of have gone through the same thing, you know, myself included in my life. You know, when I looked and were watching you, you were kind of like, you're very supportive. Um, and it kind of felt like you couldn't be friends with her unless it was about her, or unless you agreed with her. Um, and it was really yeah. that which caused the downfall, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, she she unless I subscribed to her, you know, credo of not hanging out with everybody that I was friends with, and I, you know, I mean, they were not just my friends, but my boyfriend's friends, and you know, but she but she was kind of more or less not requesting or demanding, but just implying that she needed from me was just something I couldn't do, and I just it was I was up against the wall, and I just didn't think that was very fair, or you know. It's pretty controlling. Can, can continue trusting me as a friend, even though I was hanging out with people that she didn't like. And that's, that was hard for me to take.
1: Yeah, and it's controlling. It's, it's sort of a very kind mm-hmm. of a, a controlling friendship. And it kind of can feel kind of suffocating a little bit, right? Of course, yes. Um, you know, essentially what's happening now is like I think what's really cool is watching you become yourself and just become stronger and what happened is I guess that all of your friendships with everybody else flourished when um, when that one ended
0: yeah I mean it was some, It was sort of a debilitating thing that was holding me back from lots of things uh, you know discovering a friendship with Sheena that I never had expected to ever have with her and you know allowing to let go of, of other things with you know Jacks that had happened and um and then just have, you know, more time with Tom and not, you know, be bogged down by negativity.
1: (laughs) I get it. And sometimes you just have to walk away and protect your own peace, even though it was really painful when she abruptly cut you off. Of course. So when you heard she wanted to talk to you, how does that make you feel? Like a lot of girls have been in this position where they have a best friend, they fall out, bad words are exchanged, and then the best friend wants to talk to them again. Like how did it make you feel when you heard that?
0: I mean I was I was just initially like hell no mm-hmm. like no what what do you want to talk about like you already said you hate me I'm a bad person you think all of us are losers you've talked you know she bad mouth the show like just every like everything and so I was just like what is going on in your life that you all of a sudden so badly want to come back to mind that you, you know I was the I was the last link to all the things that you hated and all the things that were bad in your life and now you're coming right back for. It. And I and I just had no idea. I mean, I figured maybe stuff had not been going well with her and her, you know, job or her boyfriend. And, you know, she was kind of hitting rock bottom, but I still wasn't any, I was nowhere near wanting to say anything to her.
1: Mainly because you were so hurt and you probably didn't trust it. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, just-
0: I, I basically, I, it, it, I say it. In the next episode, I think I'm, I'm, more, I'm more into our friendship, basically. I mean, I kept the door open for a very long time, just, just in case, you know, she realized quickly. But it's been almost a year. And, you know. And you've I, moved I, on. Yeah, of course. Do you, you know,
1: watching her now, it's just crazy because it's like she's eating humble pie and she's coming around to everybody and apologizing. Do you believe it's sincere?
0: Um... You know, at the point where we are right now, I mean, yeah, I was still questioning her motives, absolutely. And I was also confused as to, you know, why, you know, she knew I didn't want to talk to her, obviously, because I wasn't responding to her. And then she started going, you know, to all my fiancé and then Sheena, you know, right. to, to all these different people to talk to them. And it just felt like I was starting to be singled out, and I didn't like that feeling. I felt like felt very like vulnerable. Mm-hmm. in a lot of ways and I felt kind of like not not that obviously Tom or Sheena don't support me and aren't there for me but you know it just I just was really very confused and was not really thinking that it was genuine and I thought you know there was some kind of manipulation happening
1: it's also kind of scary too I guess because here you are you're finally in this moment of peace and you've moved on and all of a sudden this person's coming back and they're going to everybody you care about the most to try and get to you
0: yeah I mean, that that, that that was a cause for concern, but, you know, you'll kind of see how it unfolds. Yeah, how it unfolds a little bit, you know.
1: So, you know, the last um, episode or so, we got to see Tom meet with her. And I have to tell you, like, uh, were you like so <laughs> proud of the way he handled himself? Like, he really stood up to her and, I mean, in, a, in kind of like a really gracious way, let her have it, you know?
0: yeah I, I, um he's not a confrontational person, just so so to see him really kind of read sassy and, and in a way that I found to be like I think on watch my i like, I refer to it as being eloquent and, and almost poetic,
1: right? It mm-hmm. kind of is because it's almost like a Shakespearean play where you get to have your revenge, but it's done in such a, like an eloquent way without like harsh
0: words, you know. Yeah, or like a you know, rap battle when someone just like <laughs> plays somebody and, you know, exactly. drops the mic. <laughs> that's kind of what he did. Actually, that's way
1: more like what I just, what it is than what I just said. Um, <laughs> a rap battle, drop the mic and, and walk away. And um, okay. Lisa really handled it. How was that? Was that weird watching Lisa and her mm-hmm. talk? I mean, that, that, that was awkward for me.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I, I had so many feels about that one because um, obviously knowing kind of what happened at the end of, you know When Stassi quits her And there's the stuff about the sex tape I, I, I very much understood Where Lisa's coming from In, in terms of, like, her feeling mm-hmm. hurt and offended by things that she said And, you know, Stassi, when she quit She didn't just, like, she didn't quit like a normal person She basically, like, never came back right. And never told Lisa And that I don't agree with Because that's just not how I handle my my work Or ethics or anything Um, and on the other hand you know with the, the sex table I think they, they both have a different perspective where Lisa was like trying to help Stacy, trying to be there for her Stassi was grateful to have her I mean it's just I can see both sides of watching it, I was just like oh it's oh. awkward and I just I I'm so glad that I didn't have to be a part of that conversation.
1: Yeah. So it was uncomfortable for you because it was uncomfortable for, like, everyone watching. It was just yeah. really uncomfortable. And I can't imagine having Lisa mad at you because I think that would be even, even, you know, like just having her lay into you like that, oh, I wouldn't even be able to handle that.
0: <clears throat> oh No, she she could just say somebody with just a look.
1: So she was invited to your guys' engagement, which I guess we're going to see in the next few episodes how that pans out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know a lot of people are asking you this. Um, what about the wedding? You'd see her being invited to the wedding.
0: Um. Well, you know, as I got that question on Watch What Happens, like, it's as simple as this. I haven't put out any invitations. Technically, no one's been invited yet. Gotcha. So I haven't decided, but you know, to understand that statement, I guess you're gonna keep watching.
1: Yeah, like stay tuned. Right. <laughs> yeah. Can you guys ever be friends again? Perhaps. Perhaps. So, this <laughs> keep is. This, we're going to keep watching. I can't wait. Um, I want to go to your engagement, um, the way Tom proposed. It was kind of phenomenal. I mean, yeah,
0: right? did you see it coming at all? No. Are you kidding? I mean, <laughs> I was hoping that it would be coming soon, but I didn't want to be anticipating that every time we went out or there was like an event or. Of a vacation or something—that that's when it's going to be happening. I just wanted to be, you know, caught off guard and have it be, you know, as if I hadn't been pressuring him or talking about getting married for so long. But um so when it was happened at Daniel's birthday, I obviously wasn't—I wasn't seeing it coming. And and all day he he would to you know some girls say like, "Oh, he's been acting weird," and that makes sense. Like, no, Tom was pretty much the same, and. Even when the the decoy couple that he had, you know, started to stage the uh, proposal, I thought that he was about to wreck someone's proposal, and I was just, just mortified, and then not until he came and got down on one knee in front of me did I realize what was happening and I still like didn't believe it but it I mean, was such a special moment and it, obviously it was, I'll never forget that.
1: I mean the decoy couple like when that mm-hmm. happened I don't think anyone saw that coming I thought to myself oh my god how <laughs> awkward how awkward for Katie because here it is this couple getting married in front of her getting engaged in front of her and that's what she wants and then he walks over to them I mean oh. did you almost pee your pants when that happened?
0: <laughs> yeah I mean the, like he he loves to antagonize me, and he knows that I like would watch uh, on YouTube. I would Google it, like you know in proposals or like the, the uh, what is it the flash mob proposals yes. or just, like signs and stuff like that, and I'll like cry and will like make fun of me so much. So that and, you know he knows that the sight of people getting engaged is like it's a it's, it's a, a trigger thing for me. It's a trigger. <laughs> so. <laughs> Of course he has to antagonize me I mean, and then he does a you know well, 180 real quickly
1: and then he turned around and proposed to you and did you like you were like what's happening
0: here oh my god and like yeah all of our friends were there i was just like i think i kept saying like no you're not <laughs> no you're not over and over before i could even say yes
1: I mean, I've seen my share of proposals. I have to tell you, that was one of the sweetest ones I have ever seen. It was so unique. It really was. And you guys looked really, really happy. Oh, thank you. We definitely are. So I know that um, you're really, you know, have you planned a date to get married? Are you guys just kind of enjoying the engagement right now?
0: We've just been enjoying the, you know, being the fiance ship or being engaged for a little while and it's just been so busy and then there was like holidays and moving so i, I told him next month we gotta start looking some locations and, and set a date yeah we have to do that
1: yeah because i want to get
0: married this year so yeah just enjoy a little bit right yeah absolutely but i mean I, we don't feel like a rush and people are like oh you haven't set a date yet i'm like why is, is, is there like a timelines to divorce but are we like do we not know something (laughs) but we're we're perfectly content I the we're at right now
1: but you know I have friends of mine who get married and like on their wedding day the next question is oh when are you going to have kids so I guess that always happens right
0: yeah, I mean, I'm getting that now, and I'm like, you know, they're like, "Well, you're 30 now." And oh, I'm like, girl. Oh, god. You still, you still have time. Um, I know my mom is like desperate. I'm like, talk to m- my brothers. And I think they might be I, quicker than I will.
1: I think it's more about your mom wanting to be a grandmother than you being a mom right now.
0: One hundred percent, and and I'm just like, I'm not ready. She's like, well, you're never really ready. I'm like, no, I mean, like, I'm not ready. Like, I, <laughs> I, like, I see kids in the street, and I, like.
1: I think you can. I think you can wait a little bit. It's okay, you know. Um, oh, one hundred
0: percent. You know, I, I'm. I think, and, and I hope I don't sound like an asshole for saying it this way, but I'm a little too selfish right now to have kids. Like I'm enjoying my life of being able to, you know, take a trip with Tom or like our friends, or you know, not have like any kind of real... Real crazy responsibilities right now like a kid would be.
1: Absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's good to admit that you're a little selfish and that you want Mm -hmm. to just live your life a little bit and be married, be newlyweds. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that, you know? Amen. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Talking all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glam Mirror with Dr. Taba Samir. I want to kind of get into, I really have to talk about your new blog. I, um, you know, I'm a dermatologist. I love to read other people's beauty blogs because it inspires me. You did a really good job with this. It's amazing.
0: Thank you. I mean, I do, um, I Started it with a friend of mine, Jennifer, and you know she was instrumental in encouraging me to do this. Because um, I had just like some like little beauty hacks, and just thought it would be fun to have like this that I can share with wow, the world that whoever wants
1: to see it. Well, I love that it's so comprehensive. <clears throat> I mean, you've got it in a section in there for hair, for skin, fashion, nails, DIY. It's really thorough.
0: Yeah, I mean, we we definitely want to continue to expand and diversify the content on there so we can go into more like lifestyle stuff and just opens up the door for just more fun stuff to put up there. You know what I mean? How many, t- how many eyeliner tutorials can I really do? But I mean, I've being know. able to talk about, you know, meditation or yoga, we have um, a girl that is very much into all that. And so she kind of contributes for that. And Jennifer's really good in like the, the health sort of, uh, I was working with, like, oils or teas or stuff that, that you know, is kind of like her department, and then I focus on beauty and hair and DIYs and everything.
1: Well, I, I actually really love it because um, you have a really cool section of the DIY. I do a lot of DIYs, too, because I feel like, you know, you can get all these amazing creams, but then there's stuff you can do that really works, and you've got one on there that I love that I tried. It's the Matcha Sugar Coconut Scrub loved it
0: oh yeah Jennifer um I think Jennifer came up with that one. Oh my god it's amazing
1: I actually use it on my whole face not just my lips it was really good I love the way it smelled and felt yeah and um totally, yeah. and like green tea is actually helps with tightening and brightening the skin so it's a great like I love it cool. um do you have like one kind of favorite that, that you like to talk about like are you more into makeup or skincare or is it all amazing for you
0: it's all amazing to me i mean i like again i'm a bit of a product word and
1: yeah, me too
0: with skin products and, and cosmetics obviously but then you know also like just learning about like how to take care of skin like how if you are eyes are puffy like you know home remedies for that kind of stuff or you know like how you can use like vitamin e on your lips or on your skin and like benefits of that like i've always just been kind of Really interested in in all of that stuff, and so when I was something that's interesting or fun, or I start incorporate something into my own routine, and you know, that's when I love to share it. You know, you've spent
1: a lot of time in front of the camera, and I know that kind of gives you a unique perspective on how to be camera ready and stuff like that. I'm sure that's um, something that you can speak to, like how to be camera ready all the time. You know,
0: I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's not easy because I mean, you can always say, "Well, get plenty of rest." And do all but I mean, That's the way hard. we film the schedule, it's, it's sometimes nearly impossible. But I mean, I drink high water, mm-hmm. that seems to always like have my skin, like I can always see it in, in my face. Oh, absolutely, uh, in my skin when I ha- I'm not drinking water. Yeah, it's a huge thing. Um, and then I just like a good like I use like a because, you know, their rose water, like balancing this. Oh, I like love that, really. yeah. yeah. Um, so I always have, and then, it's, you know, I have concealer and some blush and some bronzer. like can do wonders for your skin and then, you know, the do mascara open up your eyes.
1: Do you know what I it's found? It's pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I found like, when I started, like, getting in front of the camera and doing all this, like, filming stuff? My lashes disappeared. Like, I actually had to start wearing fake lashes because my own natural lashes would disappear on camera. What, what Do you use, have any tips for that? people for what mascara or if you like fake lashes because that's what I noticed with me would just disappear
0: I mean yeah I I would say doing like tight lining your um, that's a great your eyes where Mm you you line the like in between your lashes essentially so you can take like a small fine tip uh, liner or a brush and you like that will help define like that area and then I think just like curling your lashes and using like the lengthening mascara, and then I, I like lashes. That false lashes are, are great, but they're just like that extra stuff. that like, oh, I know. <laughs> if you're not on point with them, it, they, they're a mess. But the, there's, I think, Ardell makes one called clusters that I love because they're you can't you cannot mess them up. They so they come. You know, they have to sell like the single ones or whatever. Mm-hmm. These ones come that are like. A little clump of them yeah they're like, you, they're you they're like of a put, little knot put those on the outer corner and that will make a huge difference
1: and what did you find like as sort of like your favorite concealer because that was like the big thing everybody else always comes to me for dark under eye circles i have a few of my favorites
0: can you share some of
1: your favorites for our listeners
0: yeah um i think make it forever well, i mean for dark circles I, there's like an orange um make it forever the color corrector that, right yeah, I color correct, and so you put that because it's gonna kind of cancel out the black mm-hmm. and so you can put that underneath. But I really, really like I just started using it in nars
1: the the wand, the radiant light one
0: um shoot. I don't know exactly which one it is, yeah. But it's just like, you know, it's like I've got a little sponge tip. Oh, yep. It's the Radiant Light one. Yeah, that's a that really That under one. your eyes is like a game changer.
1: <laughs> I know what you mean. You know, um, there's a couple like, mm-hmm. you know, these like trendy beauty things that everybody's doing now. And I just want to ask you what you think if you're fed up with it, or if you're still into it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm all about strobing. I love strobing. You know, oh, can yeah. you kind of let everybody know what that is? If They don't know. Yeah, I mean,
0: <laughs> it's serving essentially it's you know you, you highlight and contour when you're doing that whole thing but this is just mostly just speaking to, to highlighting and I essentially the way I just I think everyone does it a little differently but right on the top of your cheekbone mm-hmm. the light kind of like catches it you use like a shimmery light product and then it just makes it look like you're glowing and it's like the light is hitting you in all the right places.
1: Yeah, I'm a fan of that, but I'm kind of over contouring. Like It's like every other Instagram video is, a, a, is something on contouring. I don't know. What do you think? I'm just kind of
0: over the, the extreme contouring. I feel like it's getting I, dated. I've never been into like extreme contouring. Mm-hmm. I always do like, I've always done just a very like light, simple version just... I still do a little bit, like, you know, in the hollows of my cheeks, on my temples, kind of underneath my jawline, and sometimes along, like, you know, the ridge of my nose, but it's, you know, I'm not into the extreme contour um, where there's, you know, you, you look like you're going to war with all this paint on.
1: I kind of feel um, like it's going to look how, like, you remember black li- uh, black lip liner in the 90s? I feel like contouring is going to start looking like that because people are getting really severe with it. I think light contouring is okay.
0: Well, I mean, it's, just, it's, like, one of those things that's, like, if you can't, it's, like, if you don't know what you're doing, don't try it, because, yeah, you'll you mess up. And I, the worst part is that people don't understand when you contour it. It's, like, you have to blend. I know. Like, you cannot see any demarcation on what you're doing. And I say, you look at people's face sometimes.
1: Like, wow, you like, blend your face. I know. <laughs> I kind of want to talk about, like, cosmetic procedures. Like, I talk a lot about Kylie Jenner's lips, because at one point, she never admitted that they were... Um, injected and then when she finally did It was sort of like oh okay um, What are your thoughts about fillers and plastic Surgery and things like that you probably see A lot of it out there I
0: know we see it out here Yeah I mean yeah Of course I, you know what I see it's like to each their Own I see a lot of girls and a lot of my Friends that get you know Botox as they say it's preventative but I'm like well who do we know that's 75 <laughs> Right now I started do getting Botox <laughs> when they were you know 20 no, that's, And that's that's yeah. preventative Right. Well I don't know if I buy that. You know if you buy it. What about
1: fillers and things like that? Like, um with lips and cheeks and you know, there's a lot of people who get it done and make it look really natural, but then there's like the crazy out there. What what do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's all in look. like it's just you have to be very modest with everything. I I some people that have, you know, uh genetically, you know, they have those the big like bags under their eye kind of thing. Yep you know what I'm talking about and they will get fillers for that which I think is great because you know that doesn't go away I can imagine like Mm -hmm. it's not exactly like it's it's pain in the ass it's like a it's just an eyesore (laughs) yeah (laughs) whatever but um, and then you know I I think with the lips as long as you don't take it overboard and I I know some girls that they have like no upper lip and (sighs) you know I think it's fine to want a pretty smile I I actually recently got through my lip because I was in an accident and I lost a lot of Right. So my, like, smile, like, my whole mouth was, like, asymmetrical, Uh and it just bugged me for the longest time, and I just wanted to just even out. That side, I mean, you you would not be able to tell the difference now, but you know, for things like that, I think it can be really useful. Yeah, and you know, you don't take it overboard.
1: Exactly, and you know, I I always tell people like because I'm I'm doing these procedures on people, you gotta know when to say when. People can get addicted, and then it can get crazy, and then it can get too big. You just really need to know when to say when, and um, go to someone who is a you know actual physician. I, I I get scared when people start to go to like hotel rooms and get stuff done there, you know. Oh, when people have like Botox parties, I'm like that is <laughs> scary. Weird. I know you're not supposed to mix Botox and alcohol. It's just not a good look, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh! Um, you exactly. know, you've had a lot of great experimentation with your with your hair. You have a lot of hair, super thick, and you went blonde. You have dark hair. You're gonna go blonde again? Yeah.
0: I mean, I that's like I would love to just be like platinum blonde, like Madonna was. But... I feel like it would suit you really well, actually. My hair grows so fast that I would like m- literally need somebody on call just to, like move in to do my roots like every five minutes. You probably like. would. <laughs> it just would turn into such a high maintenance thing, and I mean never say never. Um, it's just hard because when we're doing the show, they really like us to keep the same look going on. Yeah. Um, I understand. I mean, not, not necessarily. It's like a little bit of a continuity thing, but also. Gets confusing. It's a lot of work, you know. Yeah, it it, it gets really confusing. So I would just yeah I'd keep it all the same. But then who knows? Maybe on the show, oh uh, well, hopefully it doesn't end. But or it's on hiatus. You can maybe go blonde. <laughs> yeah, I can maybe experiment <laughs> with it. But I've I've always done that with my hair. Like I'm always like since I was young wanting to dye my hair, cut my hair, cut bangs, grow bangs out. I mean whatever. <laughs> Whatever I'm feeling that day, but I just—that's um, why I
1: like Halloween because I, I wear a wig. I'm—I'm I'm all different hair colors on Halloween. The rest of the year, I like my hair the same way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, your your blog is just so good. I, I have so many people who, you know, want to know how to start a blog. What kind of advice would you give, like, young women out there who, who want to start their own? It's a lot more work than people realize, isn't it?
0: Oh, I mean, that that is the thing. I had no idea what I was doing. And that's, like, part of why I wanted to do it with um, Jennifer. Because mm-hmm. she, she had a little uh, more knowledge than I did, um, even about, like, just what... Uh, web hosting service go to you know there's like wordpress there's uh, squarespace all those different ones and I don't I I don't know anything about that so I think just kind of um, getting knowledge about that kind of stuff like are if you're going to be doing the posting yourself or if you're going to have somebody that's a little more tech savvy do it for you uh, what one is going to suit you best and then I just first I think just coming up with a list of just post ideas come up with a name for your post Um, try to have like a a schedule mapped out for like the first month of what you're going to be doing and that'll kind of like set the tone I've like recently I mean when we first started I was posting five days a week and that's great consistency is a huge thing in blogs I think and um, that can become really hard too especially with my schedule especially over the last year has been Insane, and it's—I feel like so guilty. Like I just want—I'm kind of like still driving around. I'm like, oh yeah, that's such a good post idea. I'm like, I don't know when I'm gonna be able to work on that. But um, I know. It's just, it's, yeah, it's so hard, and yeah, you go through blogger burnout at times. Oh where you're just I know. like, Completely uninspired, and then um, you know, but just just keep it alive I think you know, you know and if it's okay if you can only you know start posting once or twice a week it's going to be okay
1: <laughs> well I, I totally can relate to what you're talking about because when I first started my blog I was like posting what twice a day once you know, ever definitely every single day and then I burnt out for an entire month I just was like I just nothing sounded interesting enough for me um, and mm-hmm. I kind of like your idea of mapping out your content because it's the content that you need you know
0: Yeah, um, and just trying to, and especially with us, like, we'll try to be like, okay, well, we have a couple hair post ideas, we got a nail post idea, maybe we should come up with, um, you know, get a DIY in there, just so it's a little bit, a little bit of everything, so it's not like hair post, hair post, hair post, like, nonstop, so it's like a kind of, you know, little mixture of things.
1: Do your fans inspire you with questions? Like, do they tweet you things to post, or, or have they kind of asked you stuff that they wanted to cover? wanted you to cover yeah and a, and a lot of the
0: stuff we've done before so we can always just like repost. Mm-hmm. Um, we do I do have some video tutorials of some of the stuff I've already done some stuff I haven't um, that we're I'm trying to work on too I mean I don't know I've been playing around like do I want music do I want like voiceover yeah. <laughs> I'm being very like I'm overthinking that part too much but you know we're going to start what happens. getting as well
1: no but that's what happens because you start posting and you're like how can I make this cooler and you realize sometimes when you're talking when you're shooting you don't like the way your face looks <laughs>
0: so you want to do a voiceover yeah. I get it and then I'm like, am I allowed to use music? Or is that like am I gonna get into
1: copyright travel? <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. And then you gotta Google for it's it's just a lot of work, but <laughs> you know, you guys have done a great job and it's just such a good collaboration and I like that there's so many different sections. So I can see it turning into more of like a lifestyle blog. You even have food, yeah. like recipes in there.
0: Yeah, we want it to really be like a mag and I like one thing I really want we talked to a couple guys is getting be a contributor because I think a lot of men shy away from um, you know grooming and, and maintenance on themselves because they you know they think that they need to be tough or yeah. that's, that's what girls do or, or they feel like hard. they're too metro or I don't know what it is but it's just I don't think there's any shame in just taking care of yourself so having a guy on there kind of just present things in a way that is approachable to other guys would be really neat. Do
1: you have any beauty trips that you t- tips that you've learned from Tom?
0: Um, <laughs> no. No, I taught him some things. I mean, he he's loves, I'll drag him into Sephora sometimes and he'll go and be putting on eye creams <laughs> and he'll leave with a, like a bag full of samples. <laughs> uh, he loves That's that. And I cute. taught him how to use a um, flat iron for his hair, but just watching him, I guess what I learned from him is that guys are really clueless on how yeah. to use products. And how to like use a comb or how to blow dry their hair properly that I'm like, wow, he was holding hairspray against his hair and spraying it, like, <laughs> into his head. And once I'm like, it was just... <laughs> oh, my God. It was adorable.
1: You're going to appreciate this. I had a, a, a thing of creme la mer gifted to me once for Christmas, and my boyfriend at the time thought it was, like, Nivea. And I opened it up one day, and there's this huge gouge from his finger. <gasps> yeah, you get it, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God! you just used $50 worth of face cream. He's like, why does it cost that much? And I'm like, oh, my God,
0: you don't get it, do you? <laughs> (laughs) Because there's crystals in it And you have to warm it up And put it on there Like it's magic Is what it is I know It's totally
1: (laughs) It's like fairy dust So (laughs) Yeah I
0: have like a little sample That I've been That's lasted me Probably like a month Because I just use Such tiny amounts of it
1: Don't give it to your boyfriend He won't get it Like mine literally Is like big old Nivea
0: tub And he just shoved his whole finger And I'm like oh (laughs) Tom Well he Tom actually Probably should use more products At times Like I'll watch him like Dab like on, On one on his like of this cheek, like you got it all over your face. Like, oh, it's greasy.
1: No, I don't want to like clog my pores. I'm like, it's for your face, though. It's so funny. <laughs> I think a, a men's section on there would be pretty cool. Um, yeah, what's next? Like, what's next for the show? What's next for your blog? Like, what's what are we, we going to see about what's happening with you in the next year or so?
0: Oh God! I, mean, I wish I knew. <laughs> yeah, you're like I don't know. I, I, say, I mean, I, I mean, yeah. Tom and I would like to get married this year. Mm-hmm. We've got a location, instead of date, so there'll be that, and you know that that will inspire me too for some pucker and pout stuff, some wedding stuff on there, which would be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get some videos up on pucker and pout. Um, you know, I, I, I want to. I need another project too. I feel like it's you know. I'm, Busy as it is, yeah. Um, I have a couple ideas of things I want to do that have to do with like accessories, not necessarily jewelry, but accessories. Really, like your online. Um, so hopefully, hopefully that can start working out. <laughs> well, I mean,
1: into something you're really creative. Like I have to tell you, like just watching this. Obviously, I'm a beauty, you know, whore myself. I love products, and I also like tips and tricks, and and also like the dermatology side of me. I kind of like. I was looking at everything you've done. I'm like, she's really good. You're really good at it. Oh, thank you. You guys have done great. That makes me feel really good. <laughs> yeah, no, I really like it. It's it's really nice to see, like, the DIY and and then stuff, everything from, like, nails to hair and that. So it's it's pretty cool. I, I like what I'm seeing. It's so fun. I love it. So where can, um, if, if people don't know, if they live under a rock, um, where can they find you on your social media? And um, and if you have anything coming up from wor- um, work-wise or business-wise or, or if you're going to be um, at any events, let us all know. Um, well, for social media
0: uh, there's we have we don't have a pocker and Powell um Twitter we have I think it's at underscore pocker and Powell. and then me um I have Twitter and Instagram And both of them are at music, music kills Kate. Mm-hmm. and um actually, if they're if you're gonna be in Los Angeles at the Bloomingdales in the Beverly Center. Um, we are doing like a little beauty event party on the 27th of this month really? from 2 to 6. And um, of yeah, February. we're going to have like little interactive stations where you can, you know, get some makeup done and there'll be a DJ and
1: it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, that's actually kind of perfect because that's the 27th of February,
0: right? Yes. Perfect. So that's where again? Beverly Center? Yeah, Bloomingdale's in the, you know, uh, I think it's on the second floor where their cosmetics are
1: awesome. um, at the veterinary center, yeah. So if you guys are in L.A., check her out there. Katie, it was great to talk to you. Thank you for answering every single one of my questions. <laughs> I loved you're, it. You're welcome. Thank you. It was fun. Yeah, and um, good luck with your move. And I can't wait to see what happens in the next few uh, episodes of Vanderpump Rules. Oh, they're good. They're good. I can't <laughs> wait. And everyone who's just tuning in, her beauty blog is puckerandpout.com, right? And and please join me again here on Glam for our next episode. And I just want to send a warm thank you over to Katie and um, wish you the best of luck with the rest of your move,
0: girl. Well, thank you so much. Got it. (laughs) Bye. Bye.